Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> Hello and welcome. This is your weekly cinema chat here on FBI 94.5 Mornings. Film Lords, how's it going today? Hi guys, pretty good. How you going, Brady? Hi good. guys. Hi. Hi. Now, what have we got coming up in the show? A little bit later on, you are introducing us to uh, Dylan River, who's directed Robbie Hood. That's right. So Dylan River is the son of Warwick Thornton, one of the most famous film directors in the world, and he's directed his own mini series for SBS and ITV. It's called Robbie Hood. And so the first episode's come out already, hasn't all it, of on them. TV? They're all, all on them. SBS On Demand, yeah. And they're super manageable to watch. We're talking 10-minute episodes. You can watch the whole season in an hour, and it's genuinely good. We wouldn't be lying to you right now. It is effing good. Andre, I think you might have described it to me as uh, Broad City. I was watching Broad City at the time. You're like, you should check out Robbie Hood. It's like Broad City, but 13-year-olds and yeah. Alice Springs. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's just about, you know, eating hot chips wrapped up in newspapers and walking on hot tarmac. And uh, running a muck. Running an absolute muck. People are saying that's running a muck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just I just remembered the expression running a muck, and I really, really dig it. Uh, and we've also got a double... <laughs> Getting up to hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you. We've also got a double pass giveaway. I love when we do giveaways on this show. I'm obsessed with giveaways. Tell us about Pink Flamingos. What is it, and why do people want to go along? Pink Flamingo Cinema is this gorgeous underground cinema in Marrickville. You have to go check it out. There's nothing else really like it. It's like a little slice of New York in Sydney, and... And for even more of a little slice of New York, they're showing the films of Sarah Jacobson, who was a DIY filmmaker, kind of the early 90s, late 80s, who actually passed away of cancer in her 30s. But she kind of paved the way for, like, the Kevin Smiths of the world who made Clerks and, like, Mumblecore. And she is the unsung hero of independent comedy. And all of her films are now being remastered, re-released, and it's a really special night. So head along to that Thursday, and we're giving away two double passes. Two double passes. And what do we have to answer? You have to tell us what your favourite pink thing in the world is. I had uh, finger buns, the icing on finger buns. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, my favourite pink thing at the moment is Mulan's makeup in the live-action trailer for Mulan hitting cinemas next year. She is wearing what I'm going to say is... Oscar nomination worthy makeup in that film it and it's amazing. weird that I'm commenting on her makeup because Mulan is not about makeup but it is about a <laughs> That's okay. Ex- a but it kind of is like uh, the makeup's good. Yeah, it, uh, uh, yeah it comment- commentary on makeup culture. Um and my favorite thing is probably uh Spencer Lake the pink lake in uh, <laughs> WA that you can get some tourist snaps at. Aye, aye, aye. That's a good one. You text in yours 0409-945-945 and you can be heading along to Pink Flamingo's Cinema on Us. Movie News. Okay, Film Lords, tell us about the highlights from the NADOC Awards on Saturday. Well, our highlight, because we come from a movie's point of view, is definitely that legendary actor David Goldblum has been awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award at the NADOC Awards. His film career spanned five decades, started with Walkabout in 1971, which was kind of one of the first Australian films made after this just total blackout in cinema history where no films were made here. And he's won a pile of awards, including Best Actor at Cannes for Charlie's Country. He was unable to attend the ceremony, though, because he's revealed he's actually suffering, like, He's got cancer, um, so he couldn't be there. But you can catch some of his films on SBS On Demand right now, including Mad Dog Morgan and Dark Age. But 
I would personally recommend go to the Afters DVD library. It's open to the public and uncover Darlene Johnson's Crocodile Dreaming. It's just this amazing, amazing, beautiful film. That sounds fantastic. I'm so into that. I have a little surprise for you. How did you know? I love this song. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces past and I'm homebound. Why are you cringing? Oh my gosh. No, I'm just realising this whole episode's about makeup today. Um, an ecstatic... Wh- this is, uh, yeah, Terry Crews singing in White Chicks. Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. Is there a White Chicks 2 coming out? So, funnily enough, Terry Crews was bragging about a potential White Chicks 2 situation. Marlon Wayans, who is available on Cameo, if you do want to say hi to him, is confirming no talking is happening about White Chicks 2, but I reckon if we just summon some of that, you know, White Chicks energy, we can then put it out into the world and encourage people to... Why did I get the White Chicks news, Jack? <laughs> what? I also just think that this is what we could use Get Up for. Like, <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get let's get, get Up online. Or possibly a change.org. Oh, fully, fully, <laughs> yes. Now, uh, White Chicks is famous for pink garments and clothing, pink handbags, <laughs> sort of true. in that Paris Hilton era <laughs> of fashion. We're asking you what your favourite pink things are. Jerry from Redfern, my favourite pink thing is my puppy's pink tummy. Kind of cute. Oh, that's really <laughs> nice. That's gorgeous. <laughs> that is actually cute. Texting yours on 0409 945 945 to win a double pass to Pink Flamingo's cinema. Why is this dog definitely a pit bull in my mind? I, a pit bull? I'm, yeah. I'm seeing like a little... Actually, no, I see a pit bull too. It's a pit bull with a white pink stomach. And a little schnoz. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't remember. Did he win an Oscar? He actually eventually did, but there was a time when he didn't. And he... Uh, it was all was, anyone could talk. It was all anyone ages. could talk about for ages that Leo didn't have an Oscar and that poor Leo had to get an Oscar. Anyway, he's had to give up an Oscar that he was given, one worth $600,000 he was given when he didn't have one, Marlon Brando's Oscar from On the Waterfront, because it was paid for by Riza Aziz, a member of the former first family of Malaysia who's accused of laundering hundreds of millions of dollars and funneling them into Swiss accounts and movies like Wolf of Wall Street, Dumb and Dumber 2, Daddy's Home and The Room. Just to punctuate the irony that this person produced Wolf of Wall Street 2, a movie about Wall Street money making. <laughs> just Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, no, not Wolf of Wall not Street 2. Oh, sorry, it's not a sequel. <laughs> And uh, he's actually been found as a scammy scammer, money launderer. We're talking $248 million, is that what we were saying? That's one of them, but there's five counts of laundering and embezzlement. Um, Oh my god, first it was Felicity Huffman, then it was Riza Aziz... It's all happening. But I just love that they gifted Leo an Oscar when Leo didn't have an Oscar, and now he's had to give it back. Aww. Yeah, well, anyway, you know me and Leo, we don't have a good pass, so I'm just going to ignore this and move on. Hey, up next for two reviews, Film Lords are going to be tackling two of the hottest films at the moment. That's true. I've seen them both. They're both amazing. The so-called female version of Superbad Booksmart and the... Can- Other female version of Booksmart, <laughs> Parasite. Parasite, which won the... Khan uh, Palm d'Or, is that how you That's say right. it? Yeah, and also Sydney Film Festival. Stick around for two reviews. You're on FBI 94.5. This is Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. Use. Mm. We're looking at Book Smart and Parasite, two films that are out at the moment mm-hmm. and are both. Pretty... Book Smart comes out on the 11th. I'm so sorry. That's Use okay. This information. I just, I just think Thursday. that for, for the amount of time we've been doing this, 
never have two more popular movies been reviewed in the okay. same way. Agree. What do you think? I think you could be right, but neither of these films... Well, I know Booksmart didn't do that well in the States, but I think it's just going to pop off here. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to pop off everywhere outside of the it's States. It's going to be the new sleepover movie that everyone's like... Totally. It's the new Mean Girls, really. Throw it on DVD, you know what I mean? There is actually a screening tonight at Dendi, oh. if anyone's interested. Yeah. And near Dendi, Newtown. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's going first for two reviews? I'm going to go first. Andre, do you want to sing your song? Don't look back, I want to break free that was a clip from book smart uh, that was good and afterwards we'll for the next song we're just going to sing you ought to know by alanis morissette and we're going to do it really well um totally paranoid and highly perceptive senior year allies unite in book smart to brave their worst fear failure to party on the last night of high school beanie feldstein or jonah hill's sister drags her gay best friend from setup to setup in olivia wilde's handsome stoner comedy for annapurna the studio run by a billionaire heiress who's obsessed with funding modern auteurs a movie that takes hermione's and tells them you know what's worse than being expelled being totally square Billy Lord channels Bay energy, which is big, big Andre energy. Jessica Williams is a horny teacher who wants you to learn from her regrets. And Lisa Kudrow, do I need to say more? Because she doesn't, and she gets the scenes anyway. I love this film. Every song lands for me. And I was talking to Maria outside, and she was just like, it's like they data-mined me, and they just totally stole yeah. all of my experiences and put them on screen. Mm-hmm. Book smart. Uh, in a word? Oh, Miss Fine is ecstatic. mine. <laughs> I love this movie so much. What's that Jurassic Five song? Anyway, Golden or something. Oh, anyway, I sound like an idiot now. <laughs> Gracias. Gracias. That slip away. <laughs> On the other side of the spectrum, I'm reviewing Parasite, which is basically not anything like Booksmart. From a fake resume to a fancy nanny gig, Parasite is. Adobe Sweet meets Parent Trap, but make it Olivia Isaias. The Korean Palm Door Wiener is a fantasy where a fucked over poor South Korean family manages to make, shake, and bake money through a scheme that's borderline Soul Goodman. Korean class conflict, but make it polished. If kitchen sink realism is Mike Lee, director Bong Joon Ho is kitchen sink brutalism when a desperate plot takes a turn for the horrific, maybe in the second act. Parasite is like, what if Kevin Williamson collabed with a South Korean director to make an acidic thriller? Is this just went with Miller? Remember Stoker? Either way, you won't forget Parasite, is what I'm saying. Jack. That review went over so many heads, including mine. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> Who's Kevin Williamson? Kevin Williamson's the guy who wrote Scream and all the famous films from the 90s. He wrote Dawson's Creek, the Scream franchise, every single famous team movie from the 90s. Now I get it. Wentworth Miller is the, direct, is the writer of Stoker. Uh, Parent Trap is a and famous... And he's gay, fit, right? Wentworth Miller's... Let's add him on, on air. Uh, yeah, let's I have add a question him. for you, Film Lords. Do yes. you usually agree with the winner of the Khan Palm d'Or? Do you usually think it's a good film or do you usually go, eh, whatever? Honestly, of course you picked all that. I remember as winning Khan Palm d'Or is Tree of Life. <laughs> and I stand that movie. And I know people don't. What you just said just then kind of encapsulated it. It's always... We t- it's always obvious, but I think it's always kind of good. It's kind of always on point. Of course point. it is. It has to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. How about you? Have you gone and seen some Calm Palm Doors? I, I couldn't tell you a single Calm... We saw Parasite. Did you like Parasite? Yes, I did. I did very much. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a bit of a basic film bitch, so... Well, I also no think way. this is, like, such a basic movie in a good way. Like, it just feels like the Shawshank Redemption. It ticks a lot of boxes. It ticks a lot of boxes. It's going to be, like, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> no one's going to walk out of this and, like, have any arguments against it. I can't think of a... Over the past... Ten years, I can't think of a single thriller that's won the Palme d'Or, which is which says a lot about the kind of films that win awards. I just think there's been a lot of slow cinema, and Parasite is the antithesis to that, so and people are going to be obsessed. What are you going to give it in a word? Parasite. Uh, I mean, medication. 
Um, oh, hell, what's that? What's the consensus? Consensus. Mm. You're on Mornings. This is Movies, Movies, Movies. And up next, we're going to Alice Springs instead of Sydney Spotlight. We're going to be telling you about a show you can watch right now, the whole season, called Robbie Hood. It's coming up for you after this. Il Globo, Mirabella, Movies, Movies, Movies is where you're at on FBI 94.5. This is your last chance to get an entry in to win a double pass to go see the films of Sarah Jacobson at Pink Flamingos on Thursday. Texting your favourite pink thing to 0409 945 945. Now, Film Lords, tell us a little bit about Robbie Hood. It's six 10-minute episodes about Robbie. Mm -hmm. What does he get up to? Mischief in Alice Springs, it's basically drawn from the experiences of Dylan River, who has made this beautiful show about kids just going to the pool on a hot day, mucking Getting around. Getting kicked out, get, stealing, living in a really expensive place. Stealing, and stealing icy poles, riding survive. bikes. It's so... It's just play, play, play. It's all play, play, play. and It's like illegal wholesomeness. And um, guitar playing Obsessed. in the bush. It's, I love it. It's stunning. It's also got so many hot dads in it. Yeah, we right? don't, want to, don't want to admit that, but <laughs> Let's not dads. murky the water. Hot dads. <laughs> let's not, let's not murky the, the hot water. dad, the guy from, can I say, from the courthouse who wears the short shorts. What's his name? Someone text oh him gosh, his yeah. name. He plays the hot evil dad. A bartender from the courthouse plays a hot dad. <laughs> in the show. Okay, let's let's take a listen now to your chat where you caught up with Dylan River, the director behind Robbie Hood. Hey, Dylan. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Uh, I want to say live from Alice Springs. Uh, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So what was it like screening Robbie Hood in Alice Springs the other night? Um, it was beautiful. You know, we, we um, the series, um, you know, is, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, start again. Let's start again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's totally that's fine. How the other night was. I'm hungover. Um. Okay. Dylan. Hi, Dylan. I'm Jack. I'm Andre. Great to hear from you. We're we're honestly so jazzed about Robbie Hood. And I think like what was the we read a review today that said this is the most essential like Australian television of the year. Big statement. Um. <laughs> But look, the reviews are, yeah, I mean, they're coming in and they're, they're seeming good. You know, we, we, we make these films and you don't know how people are going to respond until it gets out there. And So when you were pitching Robbie Hood, what were you saying? Oh, I was saying, look, it's, it's Robin Hood, but it's in Alice Springs with a 13-year-old criminal. But, you know, his moral compass on track. You know, he's got a heart of gold everything he does for the right reason. That's really cool. And it's super relatable. Like, I grew up um, in a small country town, back and forth, and... You grew up in Adelaide, what? I grew up in Adelaide, but I'd always... I grew up in, like, That's just outside of Mount Gambier as well, and we would just, like, run amok and, like, steal things from the shop and go to the Speedway, and I just think there's going to be kids all around Australia that are going to relate to it. Yeah, yeah, look, you know, lots of little nuances in it are, you know, the, the things that were growing up in Alice Springs or growing up in any Australian country town, the kind of things like, you know... You don't have shoes and you have to cross a hot bitumen road, so you're running from shade to shade. And then, you know, the bigger stories are inspired by things that I've seen in Alice Springs growing up here. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're interviewing Dylan River, the director of Robbie Hood, on a Skype call from Alice Springs. From, like, a cinematic standpoint, it's really gorgeous, and you've worked as a cinematographer, and your dad's Warwick Thornton. Was there ever a time when you were like, 
I'm not going to get into the film industry. I'm not going to do the same thing. Or yeah, I, I wanted to be a professional motorbike rider from the age of about eight till probably eighteen. I reckon that was my goal, and that didn't happen. It just became more of a hobby. It wasn't me saying I don't want to be a filmmaker. It was more my parents going, "Don't be a filmmaker. You're going to be broke. You're not going to make any money. Uh, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be hard." And I saw that firsthand, you know, for them and their struggles. And do you have any regrets? <laughs> um, no, no, I don't have any regrets. I mean, I've found that you know doing the work i do i mean it is my life it's my passion um it never feels like work do you ever like stick a camera on a motorbike and just ride it up a huge ramp (laughs) (laughs) um i actually made a film uh doco called think there and back uh last year which comes out in august which is like a crazy motorbike adventure film so kind of that and robbie hood are completely opposite ends of the spectrum but i mean they're my loves they're my interests you know what they both talk about Thank you so much for talking with us. Sounds sweet. Okay. We'll talk to you later, Dylan. (laughs) Thanks, guys. No worries. Catch you later. That was the voice of Dylan River, who made the show showing on SBS and NITV and SBS On Demand, Robbie Hood. And Dylan is the son of uh, Warwick Thornton and nephew of Erica Glynn Mm -hmm. and a film lord in his own right. That's right. And grandson of Frida Glynn. So family dynasties right there. Mm-hmm. We had a text in, you were asking who the hot dad was in Robbie Hood. Someone said, ah ha ha, the hot dad is Andy Gollidge. Oh, well, shout out. Busted, he's Andy hot. Gollidge, if you're listening, message in, you've won a double pass. <laughs> <laughs> and Robbie Hood, you can watch online, SBS On Demand, all ten, uh, sorry, six episodes are up there now. Mm-hmm. So we have some winners uh, for the double passes. Two Pink Flamingos. <gasps> <gasps> Sharon in Gladesville who texts in her pink velour, velour hoodie and Jerry in Redfern, pink tummy of the puppy. That's you so guys huge. are the winner. Thank you so much, Film Lords, for coming in today. Right on. Thanks Do- so much for having us. So. My absolute pleasure. I'll catch you next Monday for more Movies, Movies, Movies Madness. And uh, don't forget, you can check out the podcast as well. Thanks, guys. Just type in Movies, Movies, Movies or fbiradio.com slash movies. On our reviews are on Instagram at movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore. Yes. Rain's coming in. <laughs> Make sure to uh, like and follow. Is also coming. And that's where you can read back over two <laughs> reviews as well. If you go and see Booksmart or Parasite, whenever I go and see a movie I know you've reviewed, I go straight to the Insta and see what you both had to say. So coming up, I've got some Emma Davis and a local rapper, Nookie, takes on an early 2000s anthem, Blackfellas. It's all coming up for you in the next 15 minutes. This is Whitney, Given Up. You're on FBI 94.5. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.